Alrighty, good morning class. It's the Teaching Today pod class with your host Jeremiah. And Kristen. And we're here today with a very special guest. I'll let her introduce herself. I am Amelia Pack Harvey with the Las Vegas Review Journal. And we're so excited to have her here. You're the uh, education reporter for Las Vegas. And so we brought you here today. We uh, we've had some questions that we wanted to get your opinions on, and um, we're so glad you could join us. So yeah. thanks. Thanks for having me. So um, just kind of background information to get started. Um, how did you, uh, how, what, what is your background? How did you get, uh, how'd you end up here in town and all that good stuff? Yeah, well, I um, started as a reporter in central Massachusetts and I covered some small towns and that included covering all aspects of town government. So the finances, um, the planning uh, aspects, but also the school systems. Um, but the school districts were one of many facets of um, <laughs> town government. Then I moved to covering Lowell public schools in Lowell, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, and then uh, did uh, two years there and then came out here. Oh, wow. Ooh, good old Las Vegas. Was it the weather that enticed you to come out here from being from Massachusetts? I know you have some pretty wicked weather yeah. in, the, in the winter. <laughs> I grew up in Buffalo, New York, so yeah. I know all about that. It's definitely <laughs> a nice change. It really is. I was like, I always said it would take me years to defrost. So I think now I'm starting to defrost. Yes. But yeah. Oh my God. Was yes. it was it always in a uh, newspaper? Was that? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so what do you, um, how did you land up as an education reporter here in town? Um, well, I just saw an open position and I had been covering education in Massachusetts. So I figured it would be a, an easy transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really attracted to the challenges that I saw um, just on the very surface level <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. reading. Um, I had no idea the extent of them yes. until I got here, but yeah. Yeah, that's extremely true. So I imagine once you jumped in, you were probably like, wow. Yeah. Because it's, it truly is that way. Doesn't it feel that way? It's like people, like, and I know we've gotten some press even back home in the East Coast because I had family and friends that were like, wow, man, things are going crazy in CCSD. Oh, huh? yeah, wow. So, I mean, and that to reach like clear across the country, I mean, well, you know, and I, I don't know if it's just, it's not just us, though. Like, no. Because we're obviously, we're seeing in the newspaper right now, or, well, in the news right now. Um, CTU. CTU, yeah. Chicago, yeah, Chicago and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. And, and it's just been this kind of movement towards uh, better education. Like liberating educators. Yeah. I mean, truly, we we have just, man, it's been a very crazy seven years that I've been doing this, <laughs> like watching the things and my goodness, there's so much more responsibility. We were just going through that today going, and you got to do it with a smile. <laughs> Don't do it any other way. So that's interesting. So Amelia, let me ask you this. So now that you know you're in Vegas, you're you're doing, you know, all the education reporting and you see all these interesting things. What do you think? I mean, because obviously our school district, you know, we have some hiccups, but also what do you think our strengths are? I mean, what do you see that's actually something that we're doing well? I feel like the strengths can't, a lot of them can't be kind of grouped in a big district-wide group, with the exception of maybe, you know, magnet schools or career techs that everyone's always raving about. So that's an obvious strength, Mm -hmm. um, how highly rated. And every time I go to those schools, I'm so impressed by the students there because they speak to me like they're 30 years (laughs) old and they have them lined up and they greet me and then they talk to me, you know, very maturely about what they'd like to do when they graduate. It's really, I was not that mature when I was 17 years old. But that aside, I feel like every strength is kind of school-based. The, the things that I see are at the, the micro levels of mm-hmm. you know, from visiting a school and um, either seeing a, a teacher who's uh, doing a great job or has clearly made an impact on their kids or a principal who's obviously a great leader. You can kind of feel that when you walk in the right. building. So yeah. the successes are, you know, within the actual school. school. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, let me th- uh, ask you this kind of jumping off there. Our, stars, our star rating, is that kind of unique to Las Vegas to Nevada or is that did no. you ever notice that in Yeah, we had we had different ratings too in in Massachusetts. So schools were rated I think it was level 1 to 4. Okay, and so 4 I think was this the step during which the state would take you over. Okay. The, the oh, also obviously. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, it is the opposite. <laughs> we want the higher stars, yeah. Exactly. Because we just got our letter from uh Susie Lee, <laughs> congratulating us for our star level. Oh, so, so yeah. We got 3 or 4. I think if we stayed the same it was Four, three, 
three. Three. Okay. Yeah, but that's so okay. That's, that's well, see, we've, we've talked about this, or my colleagues have talked about this. You want to kind of just stay in that three, like. Yeah. Because if you go too far, then they jank, they yank everything away. You go too uh, low, yeah. then they put It's right. like, okay, just Very much three's so. a good, three's a good number. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Amelia, what is one of your favorite schools to go to? So, I know there's a whole bunch of them, but is there, do you have a favorite out here? I I don't I don't want to play favorites. <laughs> or do you have one that's more enticing that you're like, wow, I feel like really good when I go there. I'm always enticed by schools where the principals um, welcome me with open arms. And yes. They're not. Um, they don't want to shut you out. Yes. Right. Yes. And I'm always so grateful for having them. You know, sometimes I'll text people, can I stop by tomorrow? Or I'll text a teacher and they'll clear it with their principal when I'm in school the next day. I mean, those are the ones I'm excited because clearly then I'm welcomed. Well, right. And it's not awkward. To, it's not awkward. And they mm-hmm. don't feel like they have to hide anything or be uncomfortable around mm-hmm. me. Um, I usually find that the people that do want to tow the district line of like going through communications and getting the approval, it, it's just hard to kind of really get to know those people because you can tell that they they might not be comfortable. Right. If they're already asking you to go through those channels, it's like, I know our principal is very good in that regard is. So we actually have next Wednesday, Dr. Jar is coming out for our garden ceremony. We, we recently installed a garden. I know you and I were talking about that, Jeremiah. And it was pretty cool because, uh, lots of, we got a lot of funding for it. I've been like, a beast with the grants lately. Like every time I snatch them up because no one applies for them. So I happened to see Dr. Jara at the um, Public Education Foundation um, Gala and I invited him and he was all about it, was super, you know, on board with it. So he's going to come out next Wednesday and he's going to come for our ceremony and we're just going to go over and talk about why we have it. We have this like really cool outdoor classroom. So yeah, and you know what? And it was nice because I didn't actually have to necessarily be like, Jackie, do you want to handle this? She was like, no, take care of it. Do whatever you want. She's like, handle it. If you can get him here, great. If not, no big deal. Did you, um, did you, did he ever come out for the reading week? Is that? That's so that's October. in February. Oh, I thought it was October. Yeah, no. So that'll be like, but he will be there. He's already made that commitment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty cool, actually. Maybe yeah, not after he listens to this one. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so let's see. I'm sorry. I got to keep by the mic here. I should have made one more copy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on um, the persistence? So, so a lot of the things we talk about is the um, the teacher pipeline shortage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on uh, you know how can how can states rectify that you know and how, what what is what is the solution is is there something that you see as something being beneficial to getting more teachers into the profession or I know that's so that's a hard thing <laughs> yeah, and is. I usually find my answers by talking to you guys yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because so the, the, inter- the interviews that I have done with teachers when I ask them why they left not just teachers but people in schools mm-hmm. so maybe school psychologists sure. or, or whoever um, one of the aspects is they didn't feel um, they got enough support and I know that the research shows that the first I think three to five years is super critical oh God, in, yes. a, in a teacher's experience, and that's when you're either going to stick with it or, or walk away. Or walk mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I see a lot of parallels between teaching and journalism. It's like <laughs> very um, undervalued, mm-hmm. doesn't pay well, people are always attacking you. And yes. You The three to five year mark, I'd say for journalists, it probably, is probably pretty accurate too, because by now, you know, you'd look around and you realize everyone you you studied this thing in college with is no longer in the in the business. So I see a lot of parallels between the two, but I think support um, is one thing I hear a lot. And sure. then um, just valuing people, I guess. And I know that's a very a true cliche, but I'm sure you know. No, but that that's so too. true. Yeah, no. That is because yeah. we've actually we had an episode prior on this about like you really it's like one of those things that you need to find that person that you can stick with mm-hmm. and whatever that, you know, whether it be journalism or in teaching, but also, I mean, if you go in there and, and you don't have that support or the, and, or supports in place, I mean, it's like either sink or swim. Mm-hmm. And in this, and it's best in both actually industries, this is a very, very hard industry to navigate. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we had, um, I forget where I saw or talked or saw whichever it was. Um, you know, we we said we used to fill our um, our empty teacher short or our you know our leftover vacancies with people from California, but even California, they're having 
yeah issues, uh, issues getting getting teachers in and they're you know highly paid and yeah. mm-hmm. so well, yeah i mean you figure too out in california i mean even if you you work in areas like that where they're making pretty good bank right i mean the a cost well geez not only just the cost but my goodness it's like you buy a house and it gets burnt down by the wildfires <laughs> i mean not to make light of the situation yeah, but holy that, smokes but. man yeah i mean that's crazy but it's just one of those things that i mean how do you feel that how yeah. do you feel that pipeline when people are like they see everything in the media you know, even so, all, everywhere. Right. You know, it's not a valued, I guess, job anymore. Right. We're going to, we, we've talked about it. We'll have somebody, um, I guess you grew up in South Korea. And uh, the difference in... Oh, Austin? Is yeah, he coming yeah. in? Well, we'll, we'll talk about it. But yeah, okay, I think yeah. we should definitely look at that. In, in the different values of teacher across the world. Yeah. Yes. Um, How they're actually respected. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like here, I mean, my goodness, it's like... I always think of that like cartoon where it's like back what was it like 50 years ago when right. the kid gets in trouble and the parent and the teacher are pointing at him and then nowadays it's like they're, point, they're pointing, pointing at, at the, the teacher. teacher saying what have you done wrong and it's like right. man oh, how a- the tables have turned man and Oof. I always get those complaints about especially during when we're talking about the strike and pay and whatnot about don't we pay teachers enough and all this stuff and I try and tell people also and I'm sure you guys can speak to this too but it's not just about salary i mean if you're turning around and you're having like 50 kids cram into your classroom sure. right yeah. yeah i personally would work for less to have fewer <laughs> quick kids than than yeah. you know get more and just have more crammed on top of me so i think there's a lot of things that go into it but people often think of money as the first thing right like i think it, i i've been reading about chicago but i think isn't one of the demands i think one of la's demands was to have more um Pro- nurses and professionals yes other yes. professionals so that's another thing too is like it's not just like you know, how much money do I make at the end of the day? But do I have enough textbooks? Do I have enough mm-hmm. space to move around? Do I have enough support from my principal? All that stuff, too. And I, I guess it's just not there as it used to be. And I get a lot of comments, too, about well, when I went to school. And you're right. It's always... It's so different. It's so now. different. Yeah. And you can't even compare. And, no. Um, yeah, it's just it, but I can't explain it to those yeah. people because mm-hmm. they don't yeah. listen. Right, they don't listen. They're yeah. like totally stuck in their their yeah. idea in their own world yeah. of what they feel is important. And yeah, that's yeah. a common one. I see that a lot on like all of the all of the uh, media outlet uh, Facebook pages that they're constantly the teachers make too much. Or you know right. what, if you don't like it, walk away. Okay, well, yeah, we could do that, but then who's going to teach the kids? Right, and people are walking away. So yeah. then it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well then I will. And they yeah, and then- what was I saw? Um, you might have seen this too. 168 teachers have already left the yeah, district. This yes, year. they talked about mm-hmm. that at our ARC meeting. Mm-hmm. 168 yep. teachers That's have insane. already left in less than less than a half a year. Yeah. yeah. So you know it's scary, uh, and I just like, and I was just talking to one of my the the I worked the new hire this year. Uh huh. One of the one of the ladies that was at my table. She already left. No, oh. but she was at she was at I think she was at Veterans. She was at one of the magnet schools. Right. And she just got surplus to Johnston Middle School. And I, I don't want to talk bad about Johnston. I don't know Johnston is at. But Johnston. But they're in that pilot, right? Does she get more money? I don't know. But oh I'll tell you, Johnston, when I was a sub, that was the only school I ever said, I can't come back for a second day. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, I, it was, it was, it was rough. It was tough, huh? Yeah. Where's, so where's it at? What's it's, across streets? It's over in North Town Center. Okay. It but, is, yeah. Um, oh so I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying a little prayer for her. Because like, oh, like, when you go from when you go from a magnet, magnet like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yikes! I think that's one of the ones they're offering the ten ten grand. It could be. Bonus. Wow, yeah. could be. one of the eight middle schools. <coughs> yeah, it's so hard to attract. I can't imagine teaching middle school. I'm a primary person or elementary all the way. I'm like today at the end of the day, we were making jack o' lanterns, and Aww. trust me, we did a lot of academics. But I was just like, you know what? I, I just need that piece of having that holiday in there. <laughs> right. Um, so what are, um, what are some of the, so we talked about the teacher shortage. That's obviously yeah. a big challenge. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other um, big challenges you see to education? Not just at the state, but like overall. You know? Oh my gosh. There's so <laughs> many. And I, and I gave a talk about this at a, a recent like luncheon that I went to. Mm-hmm. And actually afterwards, the woman who invited me said, I think you made them see that it's not the teacher's fault. So <laughs> okay. Said, All right. Yeah, PowerPoint slide and everything. Mm. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of, okay. Number one, funding. I mean, I I keep saying this over and over again, but, you know, 
I think in my district in Massachusetts, the per pupil amount was over 14 grand. Wow. And that was back in 2016. Yeah. But to be fair, there's cost of living, you know, differences and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But still, it's very low out here. I mean, I think that's, that's obvious. And mm-hmm. um, trying to explain that to people is very hard. So I think the culture that we're in and the very mm-hmm. wild west nature of yes. just let it be, it'll work out. It's yep. like, well, it hasn't worked out. No, and it I hasn't. Mean, it worked out when the district was much smaller and um, – so the demographics were like sure. a lot more different, but yes. now it's like <clears throat> the 21st century, it's 2019. So yes. there's yeah. that, and it's getting people to understand that. Um, and I think the problem is every year, I've only been here for two legislative sessions, but it just seems like we have this cycle of, oh, well, you know, CCSD sucks, and, and everyone's like, you haven't been delivering, and you're wasteful, and why would we give you more money for wasteful? Right. And then, it, then it's like, okay, then, then they don't give that much more money. I mean, they do, but they like to say they do, but it's just still <laughs> it's not, really not that much, right? Yeah, so, um, and then we start the next cycle, and it's the same thing over again. So funding definitely was one. Mm-hmm. I did a story on transiency, and oh, yeah. I actually looked oh, up, um, I compared us to... Chicago, Miami, LA, and I think New York. We had the highest um, percentage. I looked up the ACS statistics. Um, we had the highest um, percentage of kids who had lived somewhere else. I think it was in the past year or so. Oh, wow. Translation: We had like the highest mm-hmm. percentage of uh, for transiency rates for kids a certain age. I think it was five to seventeen. Wow. So. That is something that it's like so hard to explain to people too, especially for you guys as educators to to, to know that every time you turn around, your half your class is gone. Oh yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's one, and I think that's also linked with you know poverty and other socioeconomic mm-hmm. uh, circumstances that because you you come out here, the parents will come out here for a job, cheaper. then they can't yeah. find it, and right. then. Right well, I'll be quite honest. When I worked at Hewittson for the f- four years or whatever that I was over there, it was on Bonanza and Twentieth, mm-hmm. and I'll be. Quite honest, I mean, it was nuts. I would go in, let's say in August, and by the time January rolled around, I'd have a whole new class. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the things that we're seeing with that is the the rental specials that would be out there, like first month's rent free, and then you'd have them. They would go in, and they would move in, and then they wouldn't pay the rent, and they would get evicted, and then they would go on. They would just hop constantly, mm. or they would live with family, and it was just the craziest thing I've ever seen. I mean, we're talking. Holy moly. Even the first couple of weeks of school was mind-blowing to watch, like, okay, so you'd have these kids and they'd be in your class and then all of a sudden they'd be gone. And it was like, school just started. Mm -hmm. And you're absolutely right. I mean, that was a, we had a super high transiency rate. And it was just, it's, you know, it's tough to, you know, lay those foundations when, you know, they're not there. And it's kind of like, or we have, you know, the problem with, you know, know, absenteeism. I mean, that's just crazy, too. I see that the... um, what was it? The commissioners just gave twelve million. Yeah, like gave yeah. some money towards that again to try to. Yeah. So, so um, we've seen numbers before. You know, we, the the big numbers. Oh, we're fiftieth in the nation. Right. But is it is it true? Have you seen anything to this where if we take out certain factors like transiency, like mm-hmm. our numbers actually higher in the thirties? I get. I mean, people are always arguing that you know 50th in the nation that's over that is like usually the overall score so if you look at academic achievement we're not 50th if you look at different things mm-hmm. my i'm always just like you know what we're 50th. <laughs> like just just be honest just with take yourself it. Mm-hmm. you can't manipulate the data i mean you can to show certain aspects but if we're lost we're lost mm-hmm. if we're next to last we're next to last mm-hmm. i mean you can parse it out in all these different ways the exception being um with nap scores you know, for the first time, I think they pulled out CCSD scores and compared it to other large urban districts, too, throughout mm-hmm. the country. And it was kind of just boring to see that we were kind of on par with other, like, Chicago's and L.A.'s and yeah. all that yeah, stuff. And, you know, so the state as a whole, yes, but, you know, CCSD <laughs> is kind of comparable yeah. to Yeah, well, and that, when I went to um, work for the onboarding um, in the beginning of the school year for all the new hires, uh, not for CCA, but actually yeah, for yeah. CCSD. That was one of the things that, um, oh goodness, Dr. Gullet, right? She's the, mm. yep. the. <laughs> yes, yeah. thank you. I couldn't think of the word. So she actually spoke on behalf of like how if, you know, even though they say, you know, we're 50 and I understand what you're saying, Amelia, about like, yes, right. of course, you know, just, you know, accept that. And what do we do? We just try to go up from there. Right. But at the same time, if you do, if you actually look at CCSD as a whole, they really compare well in within other larger districts as well right so but yeah Yeah. i mean i'm sure there's lots of things that you know we could probably do to you know hopefully (laughs) move up the ranks but you know let's 
let's hopefully figure that out. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. I always get that complaint too, like why don't you cover the good news and why don't you cover the positive stuff? Well, a we do. You, you do. just mm-hmm. don't read it. Yeah, you don't read it. <laughs> you don't, you <laughs> don't read the good headlines. I know because I checked the data. The yes, statistics absolutely. But b like if I only spent my time covering that stuff, uh-huh. not just not to you know demean it as just stuff or regular no, things, it, but then it would just be doing a disservice to everybody else to inform the community about the challenges we do have and Absolutely. we do need to improve. So I get the whole, you know, we're not 50th in this or we're yeah, not yeah. that. Right, balance, right. But overall, I just want to keep pounding that drum of, you know, yes. this this is how it stands. Like, this is the ugly truth. This is what we need to fix. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I appreciate you, for, you know, yeah. for doing that because that's one of those things that, I mean, if people don't know, then they don't know. Yeah. And I, I mentioned this off before we started recording, you know, I, a lot of times you, I think the conception or the misconception can be where we get people, and we talked about this, Victor Joke, Jocks, mm-hmm. Jokes. I don't know how to say his last name. Say his name. He, he's an opinionist versus a reporter. Right, right, right. And so, you know, you see these sensational things that he'll post sometimes, and you really <laughs> got to, you know, you really got to take it mm-hmm. and research it for yourself yes. and, and try, you know go to more reliable services. Right. Like Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> What's so perplexing too is that I think there was a recent study that came out and I forget where but um, it was it showed that a certain a significant percentage of Americans couldn't discern um, opinion pieces mm-hmm. from news pieces. Oh my sure. god. And I think that's where I get a lot of the pushback and people see me as some like propaganda machine <laughs> or something but I I think it's because they can't see the difference yeah, between. Yeah, no that side wow that's amazing that's, it, well yeah. and, and so the reason i'm branching that up is because I, I was saying i emailed them and i said i said i'm so tired of seeing you know and it was just you, you we see red like we just get so mm-hmm. aggravated because right. it's like man i bust my yeah you don't tush. live in my world bro <laughs> yeah i bust my tush and yes. you're saying all the yes anyways, so. yes yeah. exactly and no it's frustrating because when especially like today well no yesterday i had uh one of my little friends that has been out of the country for 30 days and he came back and um, we're working on getting him some supports in place. And um, he came back and it was just, wow, man, it was just, woo, it was a rough day yesterday. It was a rough day. (laughs) And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, like, what, why did I leave banking? I made so much money in banking. But then I like, remember like, okay, so uh, today one of my little friends comes in and and hands me a stack of drawings that they're like, you know what? They're like, I drew these things for you yesterday because I really, and it's just, and it's like, you know, really? Wow. You know, and it's like, okay, wait, there we go. That's see, why. See, she gets the cute stuff. I get, yeah. I get F-bombs yeah. on my face. That's what I get. Yeah, I get the cute messages from Dojo. Oh my gosh, this, you know, she loves school so much and we just really, pre- I'm like, okay, yes, okay, I just need those. And they always come at the right time. Because when I feel like I'm going to go and throw my papers up, you know, and I'm like, no, 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 it's yeah. good. It's going to be fine. <laughs> um, so re, uh, recently, CCA took a um, poll. I don't know if he if he saw this. They took a poll of educators, mm. um, and they asked uh, basically there was like five questions. I think it was yes, mm-hmm. and, it was um, asked their opinion on um, <sighs> Dr. Jar because Dr. Jar is getting evaluated by the board of trustees, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the results came back as this kind of um, they weren't sure either. It was about sixty four percent. In the negative, they weren't. They didn't feel that Doctor Jar supported. Correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you? How do you feel, Doctor Jar is doing? Uh, I'm trying to answer that from as objective as a. Yeah. <laughs> right, so right. I always have this um, tendency in the superintendents I've covered to always feel bad for them. That's <laughs> a hard job. It's a hard. I can't admit. Yeah. Yes, I it is. Always feel, and you have five to seven different bosses, you yes. know, the school board, and yep. then you have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of employees. Yep. So I've, I've always had a tendency to just feel bad for whoever's in that position. Yes. So I have to try and, like, remove that lens when I'm reporting. I'm like, okay, don't feel yeah. bad for the person. Like, even if they make this much, like, you know, just yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I think with every new superintendent, there's going to be turnover. And there's going to, especially if they're not part of the insider, um, Mm -hmm. like if they didn't come from within. Right, right. I think there's going to be significant um, backlash, but also um, if they make a lot of changes, that's going to have a lot of, you know, changing an organization takes, you know, years, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that's your, and you're always going to tick somebody off. What's what's he been here? About a year now? A little over a year? I think this is his second school year. Mm -hmm. Second school year. Mm -hmm. So I think we're just now, you know, starting to get you know now 
we quote unquote know Dr. Jarman, yeah, I guess right. now. Um, but I guess how he's doing depends on you ask him. And I know the whole Dean situation really upset a lot of Deans. <laughs> and on the other side, there's a lot of people who were saw that as, you know, t- taking on the good old boys, you know, network, uh, network of administration. Mm-hmm. And so it really just depends on who you, who you ask. I think the school board is going to be doing their evaluations of him relatively soon, I think. Mm-hmm. So right. we'll probably yeah. see how they feel. But then again, that's also going to be obviously very subjective sure. who where people were coming with. So right. I guess my answer is it's mixed. I mean, <laughs> if you want, it sounds like he, it seems like he's doing a lot of things to hold people accountable Mm-hmm. In terms of, okay, we're going to cut the deans because this is, shows that, you know, we don't – school to prison pipeline, we're trying to get rid of that. And also other districts don't have this position. Whatever you think of that reasoning, that's his reasoning. And right. then, okay, we're going to remove these principles because they didn't achieve, period. Next step, you know, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So they – But, but only, only what, three – Principles were found ineffective. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That's a whole other thing, too. Yeah. Yes, things, which yeah. is quite interesting. You know, and I, I'll be honest, too. That other thing is, for Dr. Jara, you know, when he came in here, I I felt like, like you said, I got to remove that lens. And I, and I know there's been some crazy things that have happened in the last couple of months, right. uh, you know. But it's like at the same time talking to him, I felt like okay, yeah, you're a real person. Like yeah, I right. get it, and like he's had some strife in his life with mm. in regards his to daughter, his daughter yeah. with leukemia. I think it was, mm. you know. And it's like okay, you're a real person, and I know your job's got to be so stressful. Like I don't know if I could do that. Well, maybe if you start waving money in front of me like that <laughs> and having some cool riders in my contract, that's another story. <laughs> But at the same time, I'll be the first to say that I supported his decision about the deans because it showed me, at least from what my brain was trying to comprehend, is that, you know what, for the first time in many, many times, he's not necessarily trying to take from the teachers. And I know a lot of people could argue and be like, well, that's really is because they handle my behaviors and da 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 da. But like from him actually coming down and really just axing what, you know, as a a teacher as a whole. Right. I felt like he wasn't doing that that time, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I don't know. I just I know there's some things, too, that he's done that I'm kind of like, ooh, you know, come on, man. Mm-hmm. But there's also things that I'm like, hey, that was actually a good move. Like so for for me coming at the secondary level, because deans don't really impact. No, they primary don't. Or, no, not at all. You know, at mm-hmm. all. Um, so being the the union person that I am, I mean, I, I support strongly the union. Right. Um, and obviously it's not the union's job to protect admins. I mean, that was. A lot of our members had, you know, reached out and said, well, why didn't you stop this and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not, that's the admin's position to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, but now, you know, going into the year, I was like, well, it's just going to be an adjustment of expectations. And I'll tell you, it's, 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 it's been a little more rough than I, than I imagined. Like not so much in my class, but just like the general school, I've noticed a lot of Mm. um, other things that, that. And, Did you guys not, get rid of your deans then? Or? Yeah, they they um they got all surplused uh, well, off. We had one at the beginning of the year, but he ended up um going over to Palo Verde. Oh wow! I think I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's just an adjustment uh, of expectations and and trying to be more self sufficient. I think I think next year once we have more idea, because I know that the the code of conduct or whatever the mm-hmm. the the. The, the things, plan, yes. the plan we were yes. supposed to do, it wasn't really rolled out, and you can't roll it out over a summer to you know let mm-hmm. us know what it is anyway. So wait, are you talking in regards to like how they got that extra funding for they were supposed to have? No, what? no, no, no. Oh. They're supposed to be like you know for this infraction you're supposed to do this. Oh, and oh, 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 okay. Discipline. You mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know, sidetrack on that. What is going on with that extra? When are we putting that in place with like the new security people that are on the <laughs> campus? Like, because remember they we, got that money and like gotta, actually earmarked it. I got a new um, campus security monitor. Okay. Campus monitor. So. And is he like CCSD police? What is No, he? so it's the campus monitors are, they're like support staff. They they handle, you know, like escorting students, um, diffusing situations like if there's a fight, you know, breaking it up. So what makes them qualified for that? Uh, some 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 <laughs> online training that I've seen several times. Like okay. I've, I've seen the the posting for it, you know, oh. if you want if you're support staff and you want to go be a CSM, okay. you can that's that. very interesting. And, and so I imagine it, it's training on like how to do um, de-escalation. What, what we would call the adverse interventions, you know, touching, <sighs> don't touch a student. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they got to do that. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So, so yeah, um, yeah. we have, I, I've noticed 
usually we have two, but I've noticed like three or four police officers, CCSD police that are. Yeah, because that's what I thought the plan was supposed to be. They were supposed to bring like like police officers to the actual campus to sure. replace. It, it, but it takes time because you got to, right. I mean, they are, they yeah. are actual peace officers and they have to go through the training academy and all that kind of stuff. So did you say like peace, like keeping the peace? Yes. No, they're, 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 that's crazy. No, I thought that's, maybe you just said it wrong. That's what they're, that's what they're called. They're peace officers. Peace officers. I kind of like, that's how my son says it, but that's because he's four. Are you making, are you saying no. I talk like a four year old? <laughs> Just kidding, Jeremiah. You know my love for you. <laughs> um, oh, so and you were talking about uh, filtering um, Dr. Jars. How do you think the business community here in uh, Vegas is viewing what That's the school is? Question. I don't know. I honestly don't um, consult them. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not sure. I know LVGEA puts out this um, survey every year, but I, I'm not really sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um, they, uh, you know, and, and the, for what is their, what would their opinion be would be like uh, graduation rates and things like that, you think? I think so. I think they've, I've also heard them talk about the need for graduating kids with enough skills, you know, right. depending on their industry. Okay. So that's probably something along the lines that they'd say. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, recently discovered that the former Superintendent <laughs> of Washoe County School District was hired as a principal of West Prep. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on oh this? Boy. Yeah. Well, she has not been hired quite yet because they. Yes. I guess they need. To <laughs> yes. Um, so I guess that it, you know people who want to make public comment and support or opposition of that could probably come to the school board meeting where they will discuss that. I'm guessing. I don't know when that will be, but probably mm-hmm. the next one. Maybe I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I spend a good deal. Um, kind of looking at the wonderful reporting that the Reno newspaper had mm-hmm. been doing beforehand. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess, um, you know, she she obviously had a career in CCSD before. Beforehand, right. yeah. And mm-hmm. um, people are always – I think people tend to forget that when – you're operating in circles like that. I mean, everything is so small once you get, like, the higher up you go. Yeah. Everything, even when they hire these superintendents nationally, I mean, they all, they're all kind of They all kind of like that, yes. Yeah. So and I that's, yeah, I remember, I remember him talking about that, um, Dr. Jar talking about how, you know, his, his boss at the time had, you know, Yes, I'd go to CCSD. Yeah, <laughs> it's all, in, and I had a colleague say, yeah, no, they, you know, superintendents, they tend to take care of their own because, you yeah. never know when they'll be in a pinch and they need something. Right. So, so I get that. I, so, I can see that. So, so she came from Washoe School yeah. District. Yeah. And so and what I was reading about for her whole reason that she was terminated was there was information that was leaked. Yeah. So it, I often wonder I'm, if this would actually even be that big of a deal down here because it's just such a huge, <laughs> so much drama there's always losses yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But a former employee was, and this is from the Reno reporting that was previously done, um, uh, left the district and and sued, and um, uh, the district was claiming that it was they had evidence that um, the two staffers, um, Byron Green and David Lasik, I think, mm-hmm. um, had given uh, that information to the employee that had sued Jenny Hunt. Oh um, yes, and so it was uh, the district was you know claiming that that they had evidence that showed that and that. Um, that I think that kind of raised their suspicions more because it, it, they thought that it was coming either advertently or inadvertently from Tracy, right. the superintendent. And so um, they just, that's kind of the basis of it. it it's kind of a messy thing to follow. <laughs> well, and that's why I was like, what kind of information? I mean, obviously it's confidential, but right. what kind of information? Information that probably it? could like help someone in a lawsuit. Because yeah. when you're in a lawsuit, you're not oh, supposed to be. Right, right, right. Um, okay. You know. You're not supposed to talk to each yeah, other, yeah, right? Right. right. To your lawyer, okay. so there might have been information. I mean, I don't know, and, and the reporting. Um, I think the other sure. the other big scandal was like she she ended up while she was on leave, she just moved. She like pieced out. She like moved. Like they 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 came to her house and saw her moving. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where was she going to CCSD to come take a job as a principal? She's like, I already know my fate. Forget it. I don't want to talk to nobody. Yikes! Yeah. So um, dear. Well, and so that makes me. 
Oh, that just makes me wonder because then you have someone who is a superintendent who's like, you know what? It's all right. It's okay that I broke the rules because now I'm just going to go down to CCSD and I'll get a job, which I don't, you know what? I understand. People need to work. If you're not at retirement age, you get to find something. But at the same time, if that was you or I, or, you know, I mean, what would that look well, like? Would that I, be completely different? You know, and I think, and that another, again, another thing that I heard, and I don't know the veracity of this, but like, um, she the the staff meeting she had with or I don't know I guess she hasn't been hired yet but so how was she at the staff meeting yeah I'm not sure well, they, it wouldn't surprise me they were talking uh-huh. they were talking about how she said she only has so many years like three years left until she can purse. get PERS okay and so like why would you put her at a a school like West Prep where you want to you want to have this plan to to hopefully improve achievement over right, right. so okay. many years. And if you're just looking towards, oh, I'm, I'm out of here in three years. Yeah. Jeez. Crap. I don't anyway. know if I would be leading the meeting like that. So I'm going to be out of here in three years. <laughs> so just do your thing and but let me you, know. You don't start your class like that every mm-hmm. day? I'm going to be out of here in six yeah. and a half hours. You, so. Usually I'm like, listen, I'm here anyway. So you all want to mess around? I'm here anyway. No, <laughs> no uh, that's not how that goes down. <laughs> just, just a couple more questions and we'll let you go. We appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you said you've covered two legislative sessions. What did you think of this legislative session? Mm. Uh, like AB 309. What did you think of AB 309? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> that, wait, wait, which one was that? That's that the was, one with the funding. That was the funding. So it could go towards... Dedicated. Set, yeah. Dedi- oh, oh, we called yes. it dedicated funding. Right. That was the one that ripped away the dedicated... Wait. It that was the one that ripped away the dedicated funding, and you could use it towards anything. No, no, no. It, it made the made salaries a priority. Like mm-hmm. the district has to use the money. It was like a categorical a categorical for fun, mm-hmm. for salary. Yeah, funding. I think Frierson, He was the one who rolled it out. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, for some reason, I I don't think I paid attention to that aspect of that bill at three hundred nine. Uh, there was a there was a it couple. Used, it was things. a prior bill. There was one that before that that ended up one seventy seven. Yeah, and well, yeah, and I'm not sure the number of it, but yeah. I remember it was me and uh, Ozzie, Jim Frazee. Ozzie Fomo. Yeah, Ozzie yeah, Ozzie Fumo. Jim Frazee and I had a very heated discussion with Assembly Speaker Frierson. Um, I didn't really do much speaking. I just my <laughs> eyes were as big as moon pies. I was like, oh lord. <laughs> but um, but he said, you know, like, I'm going to take care of you guys. You guys just got to give me a chance. And sure enough, that's when the AB 309 came out. And it really was. It was uh, meant to provide a dedicated funding stream so that way it could go towards like, you know, uh, retention, recruitment, salary, all that. So, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, even with, not even so much focusing on that one, but what were your thoughts on this legislative session. I mean, do you think we could have done better? I mean, again, we didn't get completely funded like what we needed. Right. I mean, what? I don't know. I, I think there was some hope from people that we would be completely funded. Mm-hmm. I, kind, I kind of, from having a, a feeling of what the attitudes and the culture is like in this mm-hmm. state, I kind of thought that was a pipe dream. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I mean, uh, yeah, it, it, I think that there were some steps forward and some steps back if you talk to the people who were pushing for mm-hmm. education uh, all day, every day um, at the session. But, you know, we have the new funding formula, yes. which is great. It's just that we are kind of not really um, – I think someone – it might have been Senator Dennis that put it this way. We have, like, the car frame and everything. Right. We don't have to yeah. the gas. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're just, like, building the car frame right now. So yeah. It's going to take forever. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not going to be fixed in a day and – in a year, in two years, or maybe three years. So let's see. And then I think there's a lot of distrust from funding advocates in terms of like what the state will actually do in the future. Mm-hmm. And because of, I mean, I think because of the biennial nature of the legislature and how it's so, okay, well, we'll see you in two years. And right. also the legislators have other jobs. It's not their full-time sure. job. It's not their career. Um, it just, I feel like we have a tendency to go back and forth with, initiatives and things and like what we were talking about two years ago is no longer moot for example like when i first came here i think we were in the republican legislate legislative session 2017 one mm-hmm. and but also when i came here we had we were starting to enact like the achievement school district and all these things sure. that were and then there's the big fight over the education scholarships the mm-hmm. tax savings uh, mm-hmm. or whatever it was the right one. right the ones that weren't weren't properly funded, but then like you know, fast forward two years later, and the ASD is dead. So <laughs> it's like we, put it, we had all this energy and draining, and all these parents that came out to fight, and all these right. people who were screaming at each other, all for nothing. And so that whole time, we we're just not making any like movement towards like what 
We need to. Well, we need to yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, that, I feel like that happens a lot I in think, our like sessions. Like there, right. it's like an unfunded ma- like where they're like, oh, okay, well we can put it, but if right. it's not funded, then. and I just wonder like if one and obviously the Republicans were in control at that time, and now Democrats are in control. I mean, what's going to happen next time if? Republicans are controlling mm. is like the new funding formula moot then right kind of, it's like unless you you don't have like a working legislature that's like literally that's their job <laughs> that's their job and what they day. do and that's concerning and, too especially with all the talk of like the charter schools yeah. and I know like you know uh, Senator Pickard he's like a very pro uh, charter school when it comes to that now that Dr. Buck she's trying to run so they're trying to get it there so I can understand what you're you know you're saying yeah. I just I'm concerned because I'm afraid that's going to be a th- Boy, they were pushing for that hard. Those charter schools. <laughs> we went to we went to a town hall that Senator Picard had. Yes, oh, really? Pick, Pickard. 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 Mm-hmm. I say it wrong. But um, yeah, and he, the, the the big topic was <clears throat> charter schools charter, and how much charter, how charter. better they are than <laughs> public schools. If you think about it, it's just so. No matter what like side of the aisle you're on, it's just so perplexing to wrap your head around a legislative session that you're setting for the next two years. Right. For the entire state and every major agency in the state in what like ninety days? Yeah. In ninety. Day it's crazy. Crazy. And like, so everyone has to become a, like if I'm a legislator, especially like a freshman legislator, and I don't know anything about anything, then right. I have to teach myself everything. everything. <laughs> and if yeah. I'm right. on like an education committee, it's like, okay, charter schools, are they good or bad? Answer right now. Like yeah. figure out what you want and then just, you know, vote vote that way. And it's just I feel like it's not given the like elevated profession that professional status that it needs in terms of to be a legislator. Right. Yeah, no, I, thing. I, That's I, a, that is a serious thing. You're and, setting the, the, yeah, the laws in, in like, place. Hey, here's your the, budget for ne- the next two holy years. Holy moly. It is frustrating. And I think the way in being a history teacher, looking back, like, you know, when our state was founded and mm-hmm. the constitution that they put in two thirds majority to get taxes mm-hmm. and, and, and 90, you know, biennium, it's like, you can't run a state like that in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You gotta reevaluate some things if you're right. gonna, yeah. gonna hope well, to. Well, and you know what, now, like we talked to John and John, we had the ARC meeting and, you know, he said this next one coming up, it's, it's going to be a doozy because they're talking they're, about the... They're, they're mad. They're, well, yeah. <laughs> well, and they're talking about how, you know, it's possible, you know, about the recession. Yeah. And then with, with if you have something like that, how yeah. do you get people on board for a tax, you know, initiative right. to, like, come up? And it's like, I understand what he's saying. And so if we had to fight tooth and nail, like, well, how we did this legislative session. Right. I mean, we were both part of that. They went up and lobbied. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it going to look like in the two years? I mean, is it... I mean. There's going to be no new revenue coming in, so then what? We're we're in the best economy we've had for years. Holy moly. And we had to damn near like... First thing... First thing... Crack skulls to get money. Governor (laughs) said no no new revenue. Yikes. Um, What else was I going to say about that? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, anything else? Well, no. One of the things that we did want to know, because being a, you know, a journalist... Wow, that came out funny. I'm like, let's try it again. (laughs) Being a journalist, what have you done in... This beautiful valley, this Las Vegas Review Journal, what is one of your most um, favorite stories that you've done or the one that you're most proud of? That is such a good question. No one ever really asked me that. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, oh, no, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I, I, was rem- I was remembering what I wanted to say, but go oh, ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think really hard about that one. That is probably a hard one because it's like you've got a lot of a lot yeah. of experience with this. So yeah, I think any stories that show um, I hate to be cliche, but that show the quote unquote good old boy network, I've been really happy to put out in the open. Kind of expose it. What, yeah, what's Doctor Goldman doing these days? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just I'm really. It, what frustrates me is that the those a lot of the stuff that I do doesn't really lead to any change ultimately. But right. at least it, you get it out in the open. I think there a lot. So it's not one any one answer. It's you know we reported on guns nonstop every time we found a gun in school. So oh, we did yeah. so 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 much so that I mean I think that this is because of the RJ that they decided to right you know we're gonna start publicly reporting these although it's not very accessible on their website but <laughs> if you know where to find it then you can find it um, also the um, the when I first got here and there were all these teachers arrested for sexual misconduct oh like, my just god reporting yes. out those numbers I'm I like to think that that might deter people in a way from oh you know a kid is seventeen but I still can't like 
have a relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. even if I am like a coach or right, yeah, right. So, so I like to think that that does that has an effect. Um, maybe yeah. yeah, because what tends to happen is when we report something. I'm not to say that the TV stations don't have scoops, but when we report something, the TV stations all cover it. So it's like reported 50 times over. Yeah, yeah. So that was like reported 50 times over, and so I think that kind of like you know got the um, uh, nail in the mm-hmm. you know wood. Uh, but I yeah, there's and then what else? I there was a. Um, I think the Decker Elementary story. Oh, oh my just, goodness! Just yes, pointing out that like that um, there should be some kind of recognition of whether or not we're holding our school leaders accountable. Absolutely. That that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know that that's going to change anything, but again, I feel like at least I put it out there. And right. People, well, yeah, you know, no. and you're you know what you're right because there might be people that don't know and yeah. you know s- telling these stories and writing these stories up and they're like, oh my god, I have no clue. I can't even tell you how many people that are like, did you see that story about the principal at Decker? And I'm like. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. And it's just it's insane because sometimes I feel like we've just kind of we we've become so numb to all of the crazy stuff going on in our mm-hmm. society that it's like people are like no more, no more. But that's something that's like, oh man, that needs to you know be front and center. Right. You gotta hold those leaders accountable. And yeah. for the fact that you had what a seventy percent turnover rate at your site, yikes. Mm. <laughs> hey, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> no offense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had another one, but I I forget. Just any any kind of ex- exposing of any um, issues that are yeah good for you girl that's that needs to be that needs to be out there in the open we appreciate you doing stuff yeah. like that well we so 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 appreciate your time um, Thank you. you know it's been really uh, exciting to get to talk to uh, a real journalist we, 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 you know we're, am- we're amateurs <laughs> Yes, exactly. But, we uh, are amateurs. <laughs> but uh, we've had fun. Uh, we've had fun talking to you, and maybe we'll have you come back and you know we talk about some kind of story you're working on. Oh yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> interview you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Come on by anytime. There's always crazy stuff going on in my classroom. We're, <laughs> Lord, we're, oh Lord. <laughs> we're working on. Um, we're gonna start like YouTube videos. We're gonna do the the best tasting apple for teacher. Oh yeah. We're gonna mm-hmm. do. Uh, nice. You know, speaking of which, I had a little boy that brought me an apple today. I was like. What year are we in? I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> no, that was really cool. I was well, like, no, wow. It was funny because I've been, for months, I've been like posting things, trying to get, you know, like uh-huh. a little buzz and stuff. Never really got, I can, you know, oh get, my God, get that, a couple likes. Right? That Apple one? I asked an Apple question and it's like, pfft, I was <laughs> yeah. like, really? Really? Uh, that's that's what I had to do is ask about apples. Right. right. That's, that's, that's funny. <laughs> I guess you just need to ask a question, get him engaged. <laughs> All right. Well, again, thank you so much for your time, thank Amelia. You. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks. All right. And I just wanted to thank Amelia Pack Harvey again from the Las Vegas Review Journal for coming out and spending some time with us today and uh, talking about her her perspectives on on Nevada education and mm-hmm. uh, not even just that, but some of the some of the things as a whole country, you know, like um, the pipeline shortage. It's that's a major, major issue that we have to address. And um, I've, I've seen things from like Nevada State College and UNLV. Um, <clears throat> how do we best address that? So yeah, well, you know, and you know, it's an issue if you have people like I can't tell you how many times I see on even like my Facebook feed and even like, oh, what, what is your? Do you want to teach? Would you like to become a teacher? Come to our information meeting, and it's mm-hmm. like it's that. And I'm not saying anything bad about ARL because I am an ARL person. I did that seven years ago, mm-hmm. but at this or almost eight because it was actually like I did it a year before I actually started really getting into well my contract, mm-hmm. but. It's like intense. Is that like where we're moving to now? Where if we're not going to be pulling them out of the, you know, higher education, are we just going to start pulling them from other places other in the professions, industry? Yeah, yeah in, in I, industries. You know, but I don't know. It's it's a tough sale. How how are we going to get a professional who makes sixty seventy thousand dollars a year to come in? <gasps> First year teacher making Listen, 40, I, I'm telling you, that is one of the things that was. I was that person working at J.P. Morgan Chase. Sure, and it was like, I don't even know. Like I. I think my final straw was when I was sitting at my desk and I had a client come in and yelled at me because I wasn't making him enough money. <laughs> and so because of that, I was like, man, you guys are so unappreciative. And it, I, you know what was weird? It was the same day I had this lady come in and she brought her check to open up an account from CCSD. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, what do you teach? And she goes, I, you know, she, told, she talked about it and she goes, you know, I saw this really interesting thing and she started talking about ARL. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll look into that. And I just, I jumped and I, I did it. And I, was, I, was, I was thinking they, they not just ARL, apparently mm-hmm. they also have some called ARC, 
which is alternative routes of certification. Oh, wow. So, like, you can, uh, I've been trying to find out more about it, but I've, I've heard about it, <clears throat> that you can get, um, you can get certified to teach, like, special ed. Whoa, So, you have okay. three years to get, you can work yeah. in special ed, but then you have three years to get. Your, like, your degree or yeah, your, your endorsement in it or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. But anyways, um, so uh, one of the things, so I, I if you admit it, noticed during our interview, I, I had a brain fart and I remembered <laughs> you know, after, yeah, afterwards, we were talking about the legislative session. And so um, if you're a CCA member, mm-hmm. November 16th at the Alexis Park, um, they're having a general membership meeting mm-hmm. and it is to discuss in part what is our next legislative right. What are our next legislative goals um, and how do we achieve those goals? Mm-hmm. So it's very important meeting. Um, you've, you know, they've been sending out, they're, they're going to be sending out flyers every every week. Is what yeah, I, was told. I got my, I got another one yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, they're trying to hit it really hard because I know in the past I've seen on social media and stuff, people complaining about, oh, you didn't give us enough notice. Oh, I know. There's plenty of notice and yeah. I know you've been putting it on social media as well. I've so, seen it. you know, a month, month, I can understand. And I understand, there's, there's circumstances you can't make it. That's fine. Uh, right. But, but at just the same be aware. time, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, these are the things that, they're the same people that are complaining and, and getting loud about the, the things that are affecting our job. Sure. Such as classroom size reduction yeah. and all that. And it's like, this is an opportunity to go and sit and listen to the association. Like, our union's plan to be able to try to tackle this next legislative mm-hmm. session. So take the time. Yep. Take a couple hours. Um, I know. Oh. 8 to 11 mm-hmm. in the morning at Alexis Park, the Apollo Room. Um, they sent out an email today uh, to do RSVP. So yes. if you can RSVP, RSVP, let them know. Uh, how many people to expect and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, that is uh, our spiel about that. So mm-hmm. um, we did intend to uh, talk today about uh, an article that uh, Kristen had brought to my attention and had shared around um, about should lesson plans be mandatory. <laughs> um, and as I kind of mentioned earlier, it's it's been a slog trying to get like things to, to pick up. But when I did that question about the apples... <laughs> And yeah. people started responding, yeah. <laughs> and I put out this: "Should lesson plans be required?" And I got a bunch of yeah. comments, so we we I have them um, saved. Uh, we want to spend a, a good chunk of time. And we just don't have that time today. Um, and actually, one of the uh, not the one of the the author um, of mm-hmm. the article that we're looking at here. She lives in Vegas, so we're going to actually see if you'll come down. Yeah, that would and, be really uh, cool and talk about it and and get her thoughts uh, firsthand. So that'll be exciting. Um, and uh, anything else you want to add? Mm, no, I just think I think that less or the lesson plan <laughs> thing. I thought that was a really interesting thing. When I was, I actually, you know, I found it. There's a um, another blogger that I follow, um, Kim Adsit. I think her name is. She's a, like a kindergarten person, sure. and she was the one who actually posted it. And she's from like. Texas. Mm. And so I was like, that's pretty cool that this uh, one of our fellow, I mean, the author, she's, do you know what she teaches? She t- she's a kinder, kinder teacher. She's a kinder teacher too. Yeah, okay, she, her, cool. She's got a blog uh, and I probably should like actually check it before I say it. But it's, yes. it's like kinder, kinder mom or something. I don't know. Okay. But it, it will, we'll, if, if we get her, if we uh, get her to come in next week, we'll obviously talk yeah, about that. But talk about her blog otherwise too. we'll, we'll, we'll make sure that uh, we have the, all yeah. the information. So. But it was just cool to see that, that the one of these like big, she's like uh, a very well-known kinder um, influencer. Like, mm-hmm. and she always comes to the, I teach um, conventions every year. And she had posted about that. And when I was reading about like the author, I'm like, Oh man, she's from Vegas. How cool is that? And yeah. she's also what we say, uh, Doctor Doctor Barton. Doctor Barton, one yeah, of the he's yeah. chief, yeah. one of the associates. I don't know. Yeah, shockingly, anymore. that's kind of cool. Um, so. Okay, so yeah, I, and I appreciate uh, Amelia, you guys. Yeah. Uh, last week uh, you did the the Harbor episode. I oh wasn't yes, here, and I appreciate. Um, Kara, yes. Kara. <laughs> we made a like funny joke about yeah. that, that everybody always mispronounces her name. Yeah, and I, so. I probably said it wrong earlier, but uh, Kara coming out and, and kind of guest teaching for me. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I, I had a major like... I broke my foot in yeah, five places. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, he's like my... legit in a cast in one of those little rolly cart things where you put your leg on it and you scoot around. It's a scooter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So tomorrow I'm supposed to get my cast off and I'll be back. Tonight. That is nuts. You were out of, how long were you out of commission? I was uh, was on bed rest. They mm-hmm. didn't let me out of bed for six weeks. I, I, now, what was the reasoning behind that? 
Um, so because I'm diabetic yeah. and the uh, incisions, uh, they didn't want the incisions to pop or get <gasps> infected. Oh my gosh. So, because when, when I get sick, I get sick really easy. That's really scary. So they, yeah. They kept me home and it immune was, compromised, and sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys doing that Harbor episode. Hope everyone listens to it. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I wish I could have been here to talk to her because I, I think that. It, it, even though it does apply for all levels, mm-hmm. but I think it does apply a little bit more to a secondary, like definitely. With, the, with the drug program. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's but, one of the uh, things I Check realized. it out um, yeah. for the harbor. Yeah. Um, emails, uh, questions, classroom stories, anything you want to share with us, uh, send it to our way, teachingtodaypodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, you check out our Facebook page. Um, make sure you get a like. We're about two, uh, 250 some likes and we got some followers. So mm-hmm. we're trying to get to 300. We're really pushing 300 so we can do, we're gonna a, do gift, a giveaway. Yes. Gift giveaway um, at that point. So share it with your friends uh, that you know or teachers. Doesn't matter if they're in Clark County or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, share it and uh, we'll get uh, whatever prize we end up doing uh, once we get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll make sure it gets to wherever it needs to go, wherever. Yeah. So, hey, I wanted to say thank you, by the way, too, for sharing my my Game Show Network debut yeah, sure. on to the I'm Teaching Today. I'm super jealous. Listen, OMG. You didn't, you, she didn't say a word I to me. I did not. Me. No, and because I, I they, they have to sue yeah, me. They have non-disclosures, <laughs> and they can't say nothing until the day of the show. Oh, my God. No, it was crazy. Like, literally, I can't even tell you how many times that day the legal advisor came in. Like, it was probably like, like seven to ten times where he kept saying, do not, you and I repeat, he's like, one of the things I will tell you this is a cool experience but do not blow it do not tell the like how it ends he goes because if god forbid if you win something and yeah, you an say old. something that is going against their ratings and they can sue you for up to a million dollars and like yeah i'm like oh my god i have a million dollars you know what i'd be like go ahead oh yeah like, i don't have <laughs> do it. it yeah <laughs> um i you know i i used to work at the imperial uh, the imperial palace the quad oh uh, now it's yeah really the uh what's it called the, uh, the, link. the link yes yeah. Ooh. I, I worked at their box office and for a time they had uh zoe bowie oh yeah host mm-hmm. name that tune live Oh wow! And um, Zoe we, Bowie. <laughs> we had, funny. we had uh, obviously his box office. They wanted us to know the shows and stuff, so they right. gave us comp tickets. Mm-mm. And I got pulled on as a contestant. Whoa! And I got all the way to the final round, and I messed up the song. Um, but I was like three questions away from winning $25,000. What? They were giving away $25,000? Are you kidding me? A Zoe Bowie? Hey, guess what song what? I guess what song I messed up? What? Hot for Teacher. Oh, <laughs> dang. That's Van Halen. So I messed it up. I I I, I don't uh, I, mean, I think I called it pour some sugar on me or something. Oh, right, right. Well, yeah, the, it's that and, 80s like yeah, yeah. And uh anyway, so the the producer of the show after, because I didn't say anything during, but like after, he's like, I'm so glad you didn't win because you'd have been so upset that I couldn't give you the 25000 because <gasps> I worked Because you worked there. Oh my God. <laughs> that would have been terrible. Yeah. You know what? That was another thing they said. They're like, they asked like a bunch of times in like all the paperwork about if I knew anybody <clears> or <throat> if I was employed or anything about the Caesars, Caesar's Entertainment. Entertainment yeah. And I'm like, goodness. I'm like, they probably think it because if you are, maybe they got to investigate, make sure it's not fixed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, oh no. my God. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I was, so I got, I got a two person spa package instead. Well, that's my, nice. <laughs> that's cool too. Bonus. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, classroom stories. Uh, we're going to do, uh, I think, did I mention, did I actually mention that in the, the with Amelia that we're going to do the, the taste test for Apple? We did. We talked a little bit about so it. Gonna, yes. Hopefully I think next week, uh, we got to stop at the store. We got to get some lights in here. Cause it's not, I tried doing a live video earlier. And it was like dark. It was dungeon. super dark. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> that's not going to work. So that's funny. We'll, we'll readjust our expectations listen I'll bring in some Granny Smith from my tree at my oh, house I have yes. a big Granny Natural. Smith apple tree sure. at my house so I, yeah, I went through uh, I got like 40 or 50 responses across all the different places so I funny. saw which is so funny yeah mm-hmm. um, and uh, we'll we'll pick the top 8 apples that I saw um, like I think like the, the the main contenders Gala Fuji yeah. Yeah. Honeycrisp Granny Smith yeah even and, like uh, I was shocked I, I bought a bunch from Sprouts the other day the Macintosh apples mm-hmm. they make me think of being back home in Buffalo <laughs> and we we actually had like a whole bunch of uh, Macintosh orchards out there and they're so tart and so like crisp and delicious 
So I'm like, that was my favorite. <laughs> I know that, that's uh, yeah. No, I like the Honeycrisp. I, I actually, <laughs> there's a new Apple coming, and it, it seems so silly to be talking about apples, but I guess. <laughs> hey, what else are you gonna do? What is better than a teacher and an apple? Well, you know, and, but it's it made national news. They're talking about this new Cosmic Crisp. What is that? It's that sounds a, delicious. It's the a word hy- Cosmic hybrid between an Enterprise apple and a and a Honeycrisp, and it's supposed to be. Is it what color is it? Is it red? It's uh no, it's got like these yellow. They're supposed to looks like star like a star field okay so they're giving out media promotions like before they go because they go on sale like i think november 1st huh so uh, they said they're giving out samples to media and i said i sent them you're like i'm media i said yeah i said i'm doing i'm doing a a taste test of different apples for teachers and i think you guys should send us one so we can feature it i I haven't heard anything (laughs) that's how i feel about dutch brothers i was trying to like get gift cards and stuff for our harvest festival and they totally were like nope (laughs) i didn't hear anything back but i'm like but i will never stop drinking dutch brothers no i'm like i heard crickets (laughs) i get that a lot i get that a lot um so again teaching day podcast at gmail.com we're on all of the main uh podcast players itunes Mm -hmm. uh google play check us out subscribe uh, make sure you're not missing any of the stuff. Make sure you're not missing any of our episodes. Yes. Uh, we got lots of fun stuff coming up. We so do. Um, we hope your year is going great. We're about uh, about to hit No School November. Wow. And, no uh, Teach November. Yeah, and and the first, uh, first half of the That's year will be crazy. done. That's crazy. Man, it's been like No Teach October for me, too, because Tony oh. was sick. And then, oh, my gosh, I had to take off time for doctor's appointments. Man, they're probably thinking I'm just some... Lazy. What are you talking? What are you talking about? I double dip. Oh yeah, my wait summer. a minute. That's right. I double dip my summer. I like. I was like, oh, this is <laughs> this is six weeks off in the middle of the school wow, year. This is kind of weird. Kind of like when when if you have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I have a foot baby. A foot baby. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, class. We appreciate you listening. Uh, we want to thank CCA for giving us the space and yes. the time and the all the uh, the help that they provide with. They really do uh, provide us for the show. Especially Eric. He's Especially such a great guy. Eric, Mister Bear. Um, and uh, thanks to you guys for listening. And until next time, class is dismissed. <laughs>